to another episode of Girlfriends in Football. We are going to delve into some amazing stuff, lots and lots to talk about. But first, I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight. Please hit subscribe, like all the things, and say hello to the girlfriends. We got Beth, Sherry, and Desi all in the house. What up, ladies? Good evening. Hello. How's my favorite working moms doing? (laughs) Happy hump day. I was I was actually thinking today as I was driving home. Thank God for this podcast because there needs to be something to to break the monotony right now. So thank you. Yeah, I see you got. I listen. I'm here for you. What? Tell me more. What's in the cup? Wine. It's not the tears of buffalo. (laughs) Might as well be. I might as well be, man. You know it's bad when I was on Facebook earlier, and you know it's bad when Jim Kelly writes a letter, open letter to Josh Allen, telling him to no. Set up. Yes, yes. What? You didn't share that piece of information. Yeah, I didn't hear that. It just, right now. it just. I was just looking at it a few minutes ago. Let me see if I can find it again, and I'll, I'll add it to the, to the feed. It was sad. Oh, I mean, it Jim was, Kelly. it was. Hey, make it happen. It's okay. Things. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was, it was painful. I'll see. If okay. I can here it, it is. Again. It says when we are down, it is not the time to give up. It's the time to stand up for each other, help each other. That's what the Buffalo community and Bill's mafia does. We will get through this together. It's the only way to Josh, the team and anyone else struggling in life. I get it in football and in life. It's hard when things don't go as you hope they would. I've been thrown so much in life that sometimes I'm surprised I'm still alive. It's hard. It really sucks. If you know me, you know what I've been through. People often ask me how I do it. How do I stay positive and keep going? One of the ways is I focus on the people around me who love me no matter what, like my family and friends. I played football for them and I continue to paint through life for them. When I got knocked down, they were there for me and had my back every time, no matter how many setbacks I had. They were there for me through it all and still are to this day. They helped me to never give up. Even though it's different, we are all like family. Bill's mafia. We need each other to get through and persevere. When we are down is not the time to give up. It's the time to stand up for each other, help each other. That's what the Buffalo community and Bill's mafia does. We will get through this together. It's the only way. Josh, if you're Josh, you're one hell of an athlete, football player, and leader. Even better than I was, you've got a ton of talent and will succeed. This setback will fuel your ability to fight harder and lead with even more determination and passion. And you're not alone. You've got an entire community pulling for you. Oh. Like, does it? So, and this is like when I talk to you about Buffalo and their fans, like, we all died a little bit this weekend. (laughs) You know, Jim Kelly is the reason I that the Bills are my favorite AFC team. Like, truly love that guy, love that whole era of Bills football. And, you know, that's the difference. Like, you've got someone like Jim Kelly writing a letter like that to a young Josh Allen, and then you compare that to, you know, what Mac uh, – not Mac Jones, what um, Wilson – uh, is is dealing with it in New York and having Joe Namath, you know, just bring him down. It's just a different different situation. Uh, so I, I and this is why I've probably never ever disliked a Bills anyone that I've known from Buffalo. Every person I meet, if if they say they're from Buffalo, it's like immediate. I will like you. There's like no options. <laughs> it's just you guys are 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 built different, and uh, this is the beauty that I love to see. So. If there's ever a silver lining, I think this is it. We hope. I mean, you know, and it's it's funny. Somebody said that uh, I was reading something. They're like, you know what? Our playoff run starts now. So you know what? From here on out, we got to win. If we win, there's a chance. But we got to win true. the rest. Like, there's no room for a mistake here on out. So There's none. No, so, I you know, if something, if something good happens, that's great. If not... That's okay too. Um, I really want it for Marv Levy. Like, and this yeah. is where we go back. Like Jim Kelly, Marv Levy, like we need this for that crew. Yeah. Um, but you know, we can't we can't change things. It's been well, listen, we'll it'll be 
It'll be a heck of a comeback story. Bills are at 500, five and five. They're tied with the Las Vegas Raiders, which is so mind blowing because that has been such a, a cluster blank situation. Like they've literally fired everybody. Jimmy Garoppolo's benched and they're smoking cigars because they're enjoying two win, a two win, two game win streak. So you've got, you know, you've got that. Um, the AFC North continues to be just unbelievable. Um, the Bengals are five and four though. Um, the Texans surprisingly with a, a young CJ Stroud, just killing it out there, five and four, the Colts five and five. So, I mean, there, there definitely is a chance, but little room for error at this point. So, um, Unless you're in the NFC South. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Where five and five is leading our division. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that. I was I was just trying to keep it AFC, but yes. Um, yeah, you guys enjoyed a, a W this weekend. Yes, Sherry? Yeah, man. You were there for your W. I was there for mine. Yeah, tell me how was it? Because interestingly, I just figured out you guys at the halftime – didn't you guys do like a big swearing in of the men and women going into the military? Yes, it was awesome. It was uh, 200 recruits were sworn in. And at the beginning of the game, we had uh, the parachute um, parachute flyers from all different the paratroopers. divisions. Yeah. Paratroopers. Yeah. And there was even one from like, oh, I'm, I don't want to get this wrong. I have it on the video. I want He was from another, I want to say Ukraine like jumping with them, but it was like four or five of them that came and jumped from the plane and landed with a different flag um, on the field. It was really cool. So yeah, it was military appreciation day. It was very cool. Well, it was the day after veterans day. So if you're a veteran out there, Mm -hmm. we salute you. Thank you so much for your service and the support of your family, because, you know, we owe everything to you guys. So again, thank you for your service. Um, Yeah. So it turns out that a kid that I used to coach who I I still can't get over the fact that we've got kids that are now turning into like adults. uh, He, he swore in there. I just saw the mom's coat. I was like, Oh my gosh, Alex. So shout out to Alex. Who was, who was uh, gosh, 18 and getting ready to start a different life. So that's amazing. Um, Yeah. So we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit Bucks, since we're on the Bucks topic, and then we're going to bounce back to Bills because there's, there's still a lot to cover. But I sent you guys a really cool article. So a former 49er, Aziz Alshair, love this guy, great guy, um, defender, approached Mike Evans after the game, which love Mike Evans, and yeah. just kind of had, he kind of had like this fan moment. And so just for a little backstory, Aziz Alshair is from the Tampa Bay area. He was homeless. Um, and you know, he just an amazing story of how he ended up having to just commute for long periods to get to the school where he was continuing to play football to give himself a chance. Um, but he went to Mike Evans after the game and was like, look, man, I was homeless. I was out on the streets, but you, you know, I watched you and, you know, basically said, you know, thank you for being such a big spark here in the Tampa Bay area and helping um, you know, to, to bring the bucks into a good community, um, presence. So it was a, it was a tender moment. So I think I love those stories. I think as a, at least as a, for me, as a female football fan, I love these backstories. I love hearing the sportsmanship, the good stuff, you know, um, Lord knows there's enough drama to go around. We'll get to that. There's some of that going on the bills for sure, but I just wanted to just, um, bring this story up because if you guys haven't seen it, make sure you look it up. That was a really, really cool story. It was. was I agree. You don't hear those things all the time and it's nice to, to hear the backstory and know where, where things are coming from and, and knowing that, you know, they're not all, they all, a lot of people start out a lot more humble than, than their, than what it may appear. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see. And underneath the helmet is a human, right? That's had a whole different experience. So I, I love, I love hearing about that. I was listening to a podcast. It's um, uh, Fred Warner's podcast, and he had Dre Greenlaw on. And Dre Greenlaw was a foster kid, and his football coach ended up um, taking care of him and being kind of like a father figure to him, and brought him into 
um, where he is today. So that's another great story. So if you don't listen to that podcast, check out Fred Warner's podcast. It was fantastic. So these are just stories that just fire me up and just love, love the fact that I'm a, a football fan even more. So, all right, Sherry, got the big dub. Life is yeah. good for the Bucks. Who are you yes. going to play this weekend? Yeah, so um, I was there at the game, like I said, which is um, nice because I was beginning to think it was me when I'm there. We lose. <laughs> um, so this time we didn't. That was nice. Actually good to be there. Uh, for the, I, the stadium felt a little light, to be honest. Um, playing the Titans, you know, who are not very good and we haven't been doing that great and then all of a sudden we win and it's like wait big picture we're in second with actually a chance of the lead in our division like what I mean we were literally talking at the game about okay like it's either let, let's please come back strong bucks and let's win the division and um, and go for it or could we maybe get a really good draft pick? (laughs) You know, like, but now then, but then the next day it's like, well, actually the picture does not look that bad for us. If we can get things, you know, a little tightened up here. Yeah. So Sherry, didn't we have like the exact opposite conversation last week where it's like Buffalo's got a better chance than the Bucks and let's just see, you know, and we both kind of walk in cautiously and and here we are. Here we are. Here we are a week later. Oh, is it kind of like how I started the fantasy season uh, 6-0 and and then have tanked the last, I'm a big L4. Yeah. Yeah, I took an L like that, like that, like that. If if we're gonna go there, guess what I did this week? What I took an L because you know you guys already know who I put in as quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why I do this. I you know everybody's like, oh, he's getting hot now. For those of you guys who don't know. I have Joe Burrow as my quarterback and every time I have taken him off the bench, I have just, he's not produced squat for me. And it, this week, at least it wasn't as bad as it's as it has been before with him, but it was not great. You know, when I've got Jared Goff on the bench, who's scoring you know, well over 20 points and uh, Stefan Diggs, by the way, only six points. We'll get to that story here in a second. But uh, yeah, so I took an L, took an L this week. Well, um, you know what? I, well, I have got to tell you a really funny story while we're on fantasy. So this week, Beth, I played Miss Pam. Desi's my mom. mom. <laughs> For those and, who don't know, my mom. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I'm playing Miss Pam. Last time I looked at her roster, she did not have the lineup <laughs> set. She had so many people out and on a bye. And I'm like, well, I know her and Desi are hanging out this weekend. So I'm going to, I'm going to be nice and text Desi and say, girl, your mom has got to set her roster. Like I just feel guilty taking a win because she didn't set her roster. And as I'm getting ready to do that, I check and, oh, roster's all set and kicked my butt this week. So then I was like. Of course, Desi was like, Mom, set your lineup, set your lineup. <laughs> that was our combo. So for those who don't know, Mom, I took, it was it was our annual mother-daughter uh, weekend away to watch our football game. I took her to the 49ers-Jacksonville game. Uh, she is a veteran, so it was also Veterans Day. It was kind of a magical weekend. The weather was horrendous. Uh, it was kind of just wet and and cool, cold. I mean, I'm from Tampa. So cold for me is 60s, you know, 60s. And it was 60, like 61, 62 degree weather and just damp, like the worst hair weather ever, like just tried to do it. And then it was a frizz five minutes later. It was just, but limp fizz, you know, like just not even, not even good. But um, we had a blast. The 49ers came out just slinging. Defense looked sharp there. It's finally looking the way that we want it to look. Brock Purdy was 19 for 26, 296 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and his uh, QB rating 148.9. He was killing it. So, you know, he's the last pick. 
of the draft, right? And mm-hmm. you've got Trevor Lawrence who went number one. Let's just talk about his 17 for 29 completions, 185 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, 48.8 uh, QBR. I can't really blame him because our defense was dialed all the way up, like yeah. all the way up. I saw a funny, funny meme because, you know, 49er fans were just going crazy how our defense has not been doing well. They were calling for our defensive coordinator to come out of the booth and be on the field. So Steve Wilkes was mandated to be on the field for this game. And so someone had posted afterwards, well, Wilkes is never going to be in that booth again. Phone booth, you know, what do they say? It's like phone booth, uh, uh, sound booth, like all these other, they were naming all these booths and was like, it don't matter. Ain't no booth. He's not going to be allowed in any of them. <laughs> He's on the sideline for life. So uh, great moment between um, Chase Young and Nick Bosa. They both went to Ohio together they were there. They combined for a sack together, and that was just kind of a cute little moment. 49er fans got got crazy. I mean, Mom and I were just – we were just loving it in the fans. There was lots of 49er fans. It was great. So we had a ball. Um, anytime you get a W when you spend that much money on tickets, I mean, that's 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 good. I was going to be really upset if we spent that money on those tickets. <laughs> we yeah. Home at well, I'm trying to figure out, like, how you were in the same state as me because – in Tampa, oh my gosh, our game was so hot. It was unbelievably hot. Yeah, I texted home. So just for everybody's reference, Tampa is literally like three and a half hours away from Jacksonville. Yeah. But Jacksonville's north of Tampa. So, it, but it was, it was that much different. And it was just like, this is like, mom and I almost sweltering. didn't have enough. Yeah, we almost didn't have enough clothes to wear to keep us warm. Wow. So it was, it was that kind of, that kind of situation. That crazy. Game to be but, in. Uh, yeah, no, not fun. So, but all right. Worthwhile. Yeah. 100%. Anytime I'm hanging with my mom, it's, it's worthwhile. Cause those days are not always, not always promised. So let's go ahead. And um, she kicked my butt. And she kicked way. your butt. I took the L it's all good. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about your bills game, Beth, because it was, is a heartbreaker. Josh Allen, it's 15 horrible. for 26, 177 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, his QBR 59.3. Russell Wilson, we've all been cheering for Russell R- Wilson. We wanted him to have a revival. Well, here it is. Maybe Beth didn't want it just this week. Uh, 24 out of 29 completion uh, rate, 193 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, 117.4 QBR. Um Run us through the game, Beth. I want to first say, like, <laughs> Russell Wilson did have a great game. No, I like, he really did have a great game. But our defense, he was running. Russell Wilson was not sitting in the pocket, waiting all day to throw the ball. He was on the move, I would say, 75% of the time. Russell um, being Russell. I, I get, But I give our defense credit. Like, they – they did. Anytime a defense holds a team, well, I don't even know what the final score was anymore. It should have been less than what it was. Um, but they held him. Like, he had a good game. He was doing great. But in that same breath, I don't feel like our defense in that instance was the issue. Um, I really do feel like they they put good pressure on him. I wish we could have gotten a couple more sacks um, on him. But we definitely made him work for his yards and work for his passes. So yeah. that's a positive. Yeah. I'm credit, go with to that. The, credit to the defense who has also been very much banged up with injuries. Very injured. Um, yeah. And lots of people still out, lots of people playing with injuries. Uh, Von Miller still not performing the way he wants to perform, not playing as much as he wants to play. Um, still trying to be a leader off the field. Uh, Josh Allen just kicked the bucket. I don't know what he's doing. Um, well, apparently Stefan Diggs's brother know what's, knows what he's doing. So he yeah. sent a tweet, uh, just after the game that said, so this is Trayvon Diggs, who's out on injury from Dallas is, is the brother to Stefan Diggs. And his tweet said, man, 14 got to get up out of there. So 
basically number 14 is Stefan Diggs number. So he's basically saying his brother's got to get up out of there. Then a little bit later, he says, let's not forget he, and he, he's referring to Josh Allen, didn't start going off till Gro got there. So this is in response to, in between those tweets, the Buffalo had made an announcement that they were firing their offensive coordinator. So Ken Dorsey gets fired. Then Trayvon puts this other tweet out that basically says that he's the reason Josh Allen isn't playing the way Josh Allen should be playing. So I would love to get your take because they, I, I listened to Get Up this morning and they had some brilliant thoughts on this. But I'd love to hear your take on them firing the OC, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, the whole thing. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not going to have brilliant takes on this. Um, so whatever you heard earlier is probably going to be much better than what I have to say. Um, no less honest, I though. But it, I'm, yeah, I'm honest. Um, somebody had to take the fall. Ken Dorsey had to do it. They're, they're not ready to get rid of Sean McDermott yet. Um, they're not going to fire a head coach at this stage in the game. Um, if he makes it through the if he makes it to next year, that'll be seen. Um, he's also on the chopping block um, because of where we're sitting and what has and has not transpired over the last few years. I don't know if Ken Dorsey has built an offense around Josh Allen the way Josh Allen plays. Like we all know Josh Allen is a firecracker. He's the guy that's going to be throwing interceptions. He's going to be that guy who's throwing crazy touchdowns at the end of the game. Like he is, he is a loose cannon for sure. And I don't know if we've protected him enough from himself Hmm. from a Josh Allen standpoint. Um, Diggs and his brother are super aggressive. They are all heart in, all soul in, and a little prima donna, all mixed into one, which isn't necessarily a bad thing when you're winning. Right. Um, <laughs> we'll see if Stefan sticks around. I hope that he would. Uh, it would not surprise me if he did not stay after this season. He's been underutilized a lot this season. He has not gotten the passes that he probably should have, the number of passes he's gotten or that he should have gotten this season. Um, But we have utilized Cook and Davis and a lot of other players um, more, which I think was really important to kind of spread things out because we needed more weapons than Diggs. Got it. You know, this is not too far off of what was said today. Just so you know, Miss Brilliance. Yeah, not too far off. Um, they were really questioning the firing of Ken Dorsey in terms of, if you look at the statistics, it's a top three offense in the NFL. Top three offense in the NFL. And you can, the offensive coordinator, right? The defense, however, has gone from a top defense to I think they said 16th defense. And guess who's in charge of your defense? Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott, who fired the D.C. and took it over. So they were saying that now that the the defensive coordinator has gone and Sean McDermott, McDermott is overseeing that, and now they fired the O.C., there is no one else to blame if this does not go the way it's supposed to go. So um, this is going to be a very interesting storyline to continue to watch. Um I'm just bummed because I was, you know, really wanting a 49er Bills Super Bowl. I know. I'm still till the day good. I die. I am going to be rooting good. for Chris Berman's, per, you know, prediction. <laughs> Riding it out for the term of my life. Um, and so I thought maybe this was a good shot for that. So um, we'll see. I I also I love Sean McDermott. So I would hate him to be the reason why. We're not doing what we need to do. How much do you think the trauma of DeMar Hamlin last year plays a part in any of this? Or do you think it does at all? You know, I mean, and we've talked about this before. I think Buffalo had a really ugly year last year um, outside of football. 
they had a really ugly year between the shooting in Buffalo and the supermarket. Um, Damar Hamlin and his situation, uh, the snowstorms, the changes of their schedules and all of that. I think it was just a really challenging year in general for them last year. Um, I feel like a lot of that should have resolved. Um, I think, and I remember I had posted, I sent that email to you guys a while ago about um, Buffalo puts mental health really high on their list of concerns and needs. Um, and they have a psychologist on staff, a psychiatrist on staff that they, that they can talk to at any point in time and all of that. So I think, I think they're trying to do all the right things. It's just, I don't know. And this is a terrible thing to say, like maybe stop thinking about your thinking feelings and start just playing. Let's stop, let's stop feeling shit and start <laughs> playing football. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we need to just bury something real quick. And there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> there's no crying in football anymore. I don't know. I mean, that's you know. I mean, I, I still like need the tickets to come watch your son play. I literally need to see you on the sideline. Like, just pull his little face guard and be like, "There's no crying in football." Get your ass out. We there. we had so Gabe just had his flag championship this past weekend and our flag team family is so fun um they had we were tailgating out in the in the fields like we had cider and hot chocolate and things to spike them with all sitting on tables and snacks and that, that's what i ended up doing sunday afternoon early sunday afternoon was tailgating at a 10 year old's flag football game and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And they won and they came away with rings and they came away. Oh. The rings that they give them look like NFL, like what? championship Super Bowl rings. Like they're huge. They're crazy. All right. Well, they're we crazy. need to have Gabe on flashing his uh, his hardware so we can see what what he's got here. We got to we got to get that get that in. I want to see what this ring looks like. I'll, I'll call him down. I'll call him down. I'll mute myself and call him down in a minute. and He can show it off. All right. Well, in terms of talking about feelings, I know, Beth, it sounds like you really love talking about feelings, but this is a great gossip piece that I just had to bring up. So did you guys see, I think I posted it to you guys, that Taylor Swift changed the lyrics of her song in Karma to reflect that, um, what is it? Is a guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me or whatever yeah. in the song Karma? Yeah. And then did you see the video of her after the concert, like, running to him and then he like embraces her and they kiss it was so like so notebook it so worthy. adorable yeah it's getting a little sick for me now it's a little too too much a little too, too much. sugary a little but too sugary out. Not, but here's the thing it's not them that's making it so uh, sugary right right hi oh <laughs> we got gabe's big ring up in here dad wow right? okay big guy Congratulations, Gabe. They said congratulations. congratulations. He, you're talking in my ear, and he's oh. like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Sorry. Good job, buddy. So, thank you. Thank you. We'll you're see welcome. you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Too funny. So what were you saying, funny. Sherry? I was just saying I don't think it's them that's making it. Like, I think everybody just has picked them as the Cinderella story. So all of the cameras all the time on them. And I just think like, it's cute. It's adorable. I don't think they're trying for the attention. The attention is like everybody else on them. And I think that they, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's Let cute. me ask you this, Sherry. Were you and Brian mm -hmm. ever like that? Was there a time once upon a time? Well, I mean, we didn't also have, you know, the private jets, the paparazzi, the, you know, everything. You mean you else. didn't fly to Brazil to see him? Yeah, we, right? I mean, well, we did. We flew to Hawaii actually on our first date. Like, we planned a trip to Hawaii on our first date. So, yeah, we had some, we had the most, but there weren't any cameras following us around. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Sherry? Were you were you sickly sweet in love? Des. Me, me, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Oh, I mean, I was ridiculous with him. Like I would, we would go to like a grocery store to pick something up and I would just suddenly start breaking out into a song or I'd just start shouting, I love this man. And it would just totally embarrass him. So I don't know if that's cute or obnoxious, but um, that was kind of, <laughs> I think just, that's I loved... tormenting your future husband. Oh, and he married yeah. that. Yeah. So he is, he chose, yeah. he chose that. Yeah. <laughs> he chose this life. What does that say about him? <laughs> yeah all right beth now you get to share you and dana oh absolutely not i was gonna say i don't if We're anything dana was probably sweet with you oh he was he was super <laughs> sweet i think he tried to propose like three times and he was like you were too much of a bitch <laughs> that moment so i had to like rethink and come back again <laughs> Regroup. and he chose that so <laughs> Got it. This is why we all get along. Exactly. Noted. All right. Final thing I want to bring up uh, in gossip land is uh, the Giants starting quarterback. Speaking of Dana and his favorite team, uh, the Giants quarterback, obviously, uh, Jones is out. Uh, and Tommy DeVito got the call up to the big leagues to be the starter. Tommy lives at home with his mom and dad. And so Good for him, just- man. Listen, I was a little bit jealous, but this is what it said. I don't have to worry about laundry when I'm eating for dinner. Chicken cutlets and all is waiting for me when I get there. My mom still makes my bed. Everything is handled for me. And I mean, who better to handle that for you than your mom? Where where does he live? Where is he from? In Jersey. He lives just not too far from this, from MetLife Stadium. You know what? And how old is he? He's a good Italian son is what he is. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good Italian son living in Jersey. He's got it made, man. I just make I make sure that my kids, my boys don't hear this story. I'm like, listen, don't you all get any ideas? Because I'm not oh, Italian and that is not you know how you roll. That's, Jake, that Jake Italian mama is me. so happy that he is still there and she will keep him there until the day she dies if she can. Yeah. Yeah. And Sherry, that is going to be Jake. That is going to be my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's 14. If he could still be attached to the umbilical cord, I think he would do it. <laughs> I feel like Gabe might be the same way. We'll have to see. I, I, I think that's just the XY in general, potentially. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Meanwhile, uh, Sam's like, I'm out of here. That's why I said I think it's X, Y, X, Y. Oh, yeah, because Madeline would move out tomorrow if she could. Yeah, exactly. And she's nine, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, we're going to finish up here. We're going to go through um, talking about a little bit of the games from last week, but we're mostly going to look at the games ahead. And then we've got a up and rising flag football star uh, who's going to chat with us in just a few minutes. So uh, let's go over some of the games. So the game of the week that I had predicted last week was going to be the Ravens Browns game. And I am still sad that, I mean, not really because I got to see my 49ers kick some butt, but the the game was on while my 49ers game was on. And I kind of wanted to watch that game and thinking about still watching it in replay because the Ravens were like way ahead and then just don't even know what happened. And the Browns like just wanted it more, I guess. 33 to 31 was the final outcome. Actually, there was a breaking news earlier today that Deshaun Watson not only has a high ankle sprain. This is fascinating. Beth is a physical therapist. I'm a PA for those who don't know. He has a displaced glenoid fracture that needs immediate surgery. Which is crazy. Yeah. So a couple things about this. One, he played with the shoulder. I was just and it was kind of he like a played. he played with the shoulder like that. And it's the one I guess that's been kind of ailing him. And he was getting an MRI on his ankle and he was like, Oh, you know, my shoulder's bothering me too. <laughs> and then and they scanned that. Oh, and not only is it fractured, but it's displaced. Like what the barnacles? So oh there's that. God. And then how the hell do you fracture a glenoid? And nothing happened to the humerus unless they're not saying. Beth, thoughts? Same. I'm not quite sure. So glenoid is part of the scapula. It's what is kind of the joint between 
the shoulder and your humerus at, at your shoulder where your bone comes in and it creates a joint, the glenohumeral joint. And so I'm not a hundred percent sure how you fracture the, I guess you can fracture the posterior portion of it, maybe depending on how you land or what, where you hit, but I don't, I can't imagine that he could play with that. Cause I feel like that would be so severely painful on every throw. Yeah. I mean, a posterior yeah. dislocation can cause kind of a fracture, but that's not, I mean, that's just not something I, I don't, I cannot wrap my brain. And that's not totally very fascinated. common either. So, no. I mean, you're not looking posterior dis dislocations are so rare, rare. I mean, and that, we would know. <laughs> we would right, know. Right. Like, there's no way he's playing with a posterior shoulder dislocation. So this is just a fascinating injury to me. Um, the Browns are out. They had just traded Josh Dobbs off to Minnesota. They are now going to be dealing with PJ Walker, who has been called up. He will be he will be the QB one. But I, I I didn't I totally forgot about that. I'm glad we brought this up, Beth. I really wanted to hear your 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 thoughts on it. So I'm glad we're on the same page with it. Yeah, it was crazy. I was trying to read up a little bit more on it because I I don't understand how you play with that. No, at all. Crazy. Um, I thought my game was actually going to be a better game than what it was in terms of just being a closer game. It was not. Um, it Texans. was a better game for you. Yes, <laughs> yes, very much so, very much so. Texans pulled it off over the Bengals. Fascinating. Yeah. C.J. Stroud is that killing it. C.J. Stroud is totally killing it. Absolutely. Um, and that's really got to say about that. Let's talk about the you games coming who, up. Uh, well, games coming up, you know who Bucks play next weekend. I was just going to say, it's our turn to have our drink fest, and it's going to be oh, at 4 yeah. o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, which is totally legit. So... We are. This, yeah, are we doing it? Are we going to do right. live again? And and Let me now see. Beth Let me gets see. What do I have at four o'clock on Sunday? <laughs> gymnastics. Probably. No, I don't think so. All right. No, four o'clock. I'm clear. We're <clears throat> right. going to a friend's for dinner at five, but that's fine if I've had a couple shots before we go there. Okay. <laughs> so we are totally going to do it. this live. Sherry, I may come to your house. You may come to my house. We'll figure this out. But um, for those who want to join, we will, you know, we will put it out there into the intraverse, internet verse or whatever that is. Yeah. But the games that are coming up that are fascinating to me right now is I think the games of the week are going to be the Thursday night game and definitely the Monday night game. And if you guys don't know, the Thursday night game is going to be the Eagles and no, sorry, that's the Monday night game. Bengals Ravens. Now, let's talk about that. Right now, yeah. that is a division that just keeps like it's like Russian roulette right now. Who's going to be the top? Right now, it happens to be the Ravens who are seven and three, and the Bengals are five and four. This is a must win for the Bengals. They have got to, they cannot afford to lose any games moving forward, much like Buffalo, just because they're in such a tough division. So um, that is my thought there. Um do you guys have anything to add on that one? Mm -mm. Should no, be a great game. Good. Should be a great game. Should be. Monday night game. Eagles Chiefs. That is the game. Incredible rematch of that Super Bowl two years ago, uh, mm -hmm. known as the Kelsey Bowl. So that'll be a good one. Now, in between on Sunday. Is it going to make I'm, a difference if is Taylor going to be there? Uh, I think she's still in this. I think she's still like on her yeah. tour in this. South in South America, right? Or something. I think they were just in Argentina. Yeah. So, yeah. So, hmm. Who knows? The Taylor watch. <laughs> Sherry will report on the Taylor watch when we, when we, uh, I just like think it. it's hysterical. I think it's hysterical that they're like, just Taylor impact his game. You know, <laughs> I, I find it hysterical. It's, you know, there, there is a call for, uh, Josh's old girlfriend Brittany to make a return because he he needs to get his head back on straight and he needs that some love. Fix that. <laughs> nice. All right, so we've got um, in between that, um, in between the Thursday night Monday night game, we've got uh, some snoozers. Uh, Giants Commanders, meh. Bears Lions. I mean, that should be a hands down for the Lions. Um, Jaguars Titans. Jaguars might need to rebound from you know. Spanking they got last week. Uh, Chargers, Packers, not really excited. Dolphins, Raiders. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, 
Maybe the Raiders have been feeling themselves. Dolphins have uh, yeah. not been proven. I that mean, could be a potential. I see. They're I see in, happening they're in the game. A playoff spot hunt. Raiders yeah. are in a playoff spot hunt. They're trying. Yeah. They're they're trying yeah. to make a move. So I think it'd yeah, be good. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I can. I think I can. We got Steelers at Browns. All, another big divisional um, game there. Of course, we mentioned the Bucks at 49ers at Levi Stadium. Me and Sherry going to drink it up for that. We've got Jets Bills. In so what do y'all think? What do you think about that game? Hold on, we haven't talked about who we think is going to win that game. Well, Your you're game. the Bills fan. We're going to go with what you say. What do you think? <laughs> oh, don't put me in that spot. Neither I don't you. Say, I'm going to say Bills because truly, Bills. if they feel like there was some kind of animosity with the OC and Josh Allen feels lighter, maybe, and feels like maybe he's got more flexibility and he's more involved in the game plan. I'm going to say Bills, but the Jets have a nasty defense. So actually this could be a pretty interesting game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's do or die for Buffalo at this point. So yeah, whatever happens, we'll, we'll know the, we'll, we'll know the end at rest of the season off of tomorrow or off yeah. of next week. So then we've got Seahawks Rams and the, the Sunday night game, which honestly there was a call to flex the, the Buccaneers 49ers game to the Sunday night game. Because the Sunday night game really? is like Vikings Broncos, but they oh. they they said no. Oh man, no go. So um, that's okay. Yeah. I don't need a late night Bucks game before Monday morning. That's okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, mm, I don't think I'm going to be in a great situ- great space. I'm going to need to drink at four o'clock with you, Sherry, for our game. And then have plenty of time to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate before Monday. Right. So, um, and I should, we'll, we'll make sure we eat. We'll, we'll play it smart. We're not going to be, we're not going to be down here. So, all right. So <laughs> let's see if we have our guest ready to go. I'm going to talk about her. Let's see. What's Mrs. Kiara. Up? Hey, girl. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Hey, What's up, so- Kiara? Before we get started, I just want to do like a little intro. So for for everyone who's listening, Kiara is known in the girls' foot flag football world as KJ, which I'm going to have to get used to that because you've always been Kiara to me. Um, she plays for the Pirate Bay and competes at rec and competitive travel levels. Um, and recently, she was asked to try out for the USA team next year. We're definitely going to chat about that. She's been playing flag football for two years, and she plays safety and wide receiver and is a great all-around athlete. She plays U12, U14, and U16 as a 12-year-old. Kiara, welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. So first, I just want to kind of get into this. So for those who don't know, I've known Kiara since she was tiny, tiny. Her brother and my boys have played flag football together. And Sherry, this is all just you know, we're all the same grouping here. Sherry has known her, lived next door to her for many years. So, um, KJ, tell us, how did you get started in football? Because that's not what you did initially. Yeah, um, look at you, girl. So, um, I started out playing tennis, and I thought that would be my career. But later on, I decided that I wanted to take a chance at flag football, and I'm loving it. But, like, I've already, like, experienced – kind of what like football was because of my brother he's d1 in football so like I knew what it was about so I just like felt that I was ready to play and it was the best it was the best experience ever and I yeah, love it you can't you can't let your brother have all the fun you gotta step right. your, you know step step it up step yeah. it up so okay and so where did you did you start right away at flag was it you know just starting out just one like rex program that you did and just like a summer program or something or how did you tell me about your first experiences with flag so my first experience was empire Bay rec league just like to see if i liked it or if i was good at it all and i did love it like the first time i touched the ball was like oh this is home like this is where i want to be like yeah it was definitely an amazing experience yeah okay and how did you figure out your positions from your mom, girl? I have seen some of your videos. You look amazing out there. Thank you so much. Um, Natural. What was the 
But so I was asking, yeah. So what positions were you like when you first started? Did you try a little bit of everything, or you kind of were like, "This is really what I want to play." Oh, definitely wide receiver. That was something that like I knew I wanted to play because I've always been like wanting to catch balls and score touchdowns. Like that's just my thing, and I was very good at doing that job. So they moved me at safety because you know okay. I feel like read the field very well. Awesome. So I'm super jealous. I know when I talked to you and your mom a couple like weeks ago, I'm so jealous that you get to have this opportunity. I'm happy for you. I'm grateful that you guys have this opportunity. Um, so I will live forever vicariously through you. Um, so I just want to know, what was it like scoring your first touchdown? Oh, my first touchdown? It felt like so I was like, I got this. Like, this is easy. Like, I just felt like I could do this forever. It was more of like, a, I'm just like my brother now. Like, it was like that. Like, just, mm. go on, yeah, brush your shoulder off, dance? girl. Go on, brush your shoulder have a touchdown off. Dance. I know you yeah. have a touchdown dance. Um, I usually hit the gritty, just the easy one, because I get like <laughs> if I hit something else. So yeah, and I'm like flat. I Talk to about all these rings on your hands. There's lots of shininess going on here. So all these rings are from my, like, best tournaments that I've played in and I've won. Um, There's some of my first tournaments that I've won in here. They're just, like, something that, like, I'll always remember and I'll always keep because, you know, they're, like, where I started out as. And here's some of them from championships. Nice. nice. Fancy. Good stuff. So Very how did you – you went from rec. Now you're on a travel team. What's what's different about the travel team? Um, travel team. It's more of like it's like like internationally. Like there's so much good players, and you get to compete against people like on your level or even better. And it's just such like a different experience. And I feel like all the coaches are much more. Um, like into the sport and they know how to coach better than rec. And it's just much different. Like the experience is amazing. Okay. So tell me about this invitation to the USA team. Um, okay. So at one of my tournaments, I was balling and a coach <laughs> saw me and he asked me, he was like, I want you to try out for my USA team. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like I was so proud of yeah, and I was so excited because, like, that was my goal as a flag football player at my young age to be on a 15-year travel team and, like, make it to the Olympics. Like, that is my goal. And I was just so excited that I started out there and I made it to where I wanted to be in such a short amount of time. Nice. And so when are those tryouts being held? Um, Those tryouts are being held in Orlando, and it is in January. All right, we're gonna have to make sure we get an update on that. Oh, and yeah, I can't wait. So let me ask you a couple of just personal questions here. So, who's your favorite football team? Bucks all the way. There you go, Shay. Yeah. Okay. And so I who's gonna lead in? Who's your Who's your wide receiver influence? Um, probably Mike Evans. I think that I, you know what we we talked about him earlier. That's he's a such a good role model for so many reasons, not I just agree. on the football field, but off the football field. So awesome! But wait, you play safety as well. Say that again. You play safety as well, correct? Yes, I do. Okay. So, who's your favorite safety out there in the world? Favorite safety. Um. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of good safeties that can play their position very well. And I just think that safety is like a very hard position to play. So I'm going to give credit out to every player. <laughs> All right. So who's the GOAT? Who's the GOAT wide receiver? My GOAT wide receiver? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to have a talk after this, KJ. We gonna He's on my talk. fantasy team, We're girl. Talk about. Yeah. Man, the GOAT is Jerry Rice. I'm just going to let you. I, I have a book, an mm. autobiography. I'm sending it over to you. Don't smile your face up. Don't smile your face up. All right. What's your favorite thing to do in school? In school? um, I like to write essays. I'm a very okay. good essay writer. That'll take you a long, a long way in life. I like to write, yeah. Good for you. And finally, what's the number one thing you've learned from football? What has football taught you? 
Um, probably perseverance. Like, like when you're losing, it's very hard to like have that same energy and come up back to win. Like, it's just like a different level of like your emotions and feelings that you have to have to be able to get to a different level on your playing level and come through what you were feeling before. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, KJ. Ladies, you got any other questions for her? I'm so proud of you, sweetie. It's so good to see you. Please keep us posted on everything, and especially your I tryouts. And Thank how old are you again? Up. Hold on. I just need to back up, because I feel like this is all happening for somebody that should be like 17, and you're not. So how old are you again? I'm 12. 12. Yes, ma'am. Good for you, girl. Thank you so much. Yes, do it for all of us, all of us, all of us mature ladies out here who didn't have the didn't have the opportunity. Do it, do it up big, girl. It's amazing, and we have the Buck support. It's so amazing that the Buccaneers like support us ladies coming up, and I just love it because our coach, uh, Bobby Fox, that started the whole Pirate Bay flag. He like. Um, he incorporated the Bucks with us, and now they support us through like every tournament, and they give us our jerseys, and it's just amazing. That's awesome. Uh, Big things are in store, KJ. Listen, I watched your brother play, and I was like, okay, I'm waiting for Kiara to get up in here because you always have the attitude, and I was like, she is gonna be a baller. And I was like, you were in the cheerleading thing back when you were little, little. And I thought, okay, tennis, tennis, I can see that, I can see that, but I am just excited for you to play football. Thank Good you, stuff. You guys should well, definitely see me play. Oh, well, you guys, uh, that'll be it for tonight. Kiara, thank you so much for joining us. All the best moving forward. And everyone, we will see you again next week. Happy football. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at Girlfriends and Football on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.